Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports. I'm your co-host, Arif. And I'm your co-host, Darsh. And today on the show, we're going to be strictly talking about the NFL wildcard weekend, all our predictions for the games, and then we'll talk about next week, the divisional round, and who we think will win there. But this week is the start of the NFL playoffs. Super wildcard weekend is about to take place, or I guess by the time you guys are hearing this, it may have already started. But we're going to give our predictions for each game. So let's start with the 49ers versus Seahawks. I think that this is going to be very, very one-sided. I think the 49ers are going to win arguably defensive player of the year. I think Nick Bosa on their defense, incredible defense as well. Offense, Brock Purdy's been incredible, undefeated as a starter, and Kyle Shannon has been great as a coach, keeping the scheme simple for Brock Purdy, and Christian McCaffrey's been great. So I have 49ers winning in a blowout fashion against a not great Seahawks offense. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I have a blowout for the 49ers. It's not going to be a contest. I think the Seahawks getting in was not because they're a good team. It's because of luck. And the 49ers are just such a great team. They're not they're not going to lose in the first round, especially to the Seahawks team. Purdy, I think, is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL out of all quarterbacks right now. Maybe even top seven, top five. So he's very, very good. I think he their team has a chance with him leading it to go to the NFC Championship. They have a chance. And so I've got them winning. Their defense is going to stifle the run. They are going to run well with Christian McCaffrey. And it's going to be a very large blowout. I agree. And now let's move on to the Jaguars Chargers game. And I, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a lot of pressure in his face early and often from Khalil Mack. Derwin James is going to have a great game. And I think that the, that the Chargers defense is going to be able to stop Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. But I think mainly the problem here for Trevor Lawrence is going to be the pressure in his face. I think he's going to make a couple of mistakes and it's going to be a difference maker in the game. I think the Chargers are going to be able to control a rookie quarterback, not rookie quarterback, I guess second year quarterback in his first NFL start. Justin Herbert's been great as of late. Austin Eckler, I think the number one running back in the NFL this year off of stats purely. So I'm going to have to go Chargers. I think their offense is great, even without Mike Williams. And the the key here is pressure on Trevor Lawrence. I disagree. I feel like Eckler has been great as a receiving back, but that's only out of the backfield checkdowns. Herbert has not been the guy that he has been in past years. So I'm actually going to go with the underdog here. I'm going with the Jaguars winning. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars are in a great hot streak coming into the playoffs. Chargers, not so much. They've kind of stumbled sometimes, kind of soared other times. But I believe that they won't have enough to beat this Jaguars team. I think it'll be a fairly close game. The Jaguars barely winning it. Um, but Trevor Lawrence and I think ETN is going to have a great game. He's going to have a bunch of great runs uh, and their team is going to play well. Their defense is not as good as the Chargers defense, but Trevor Lawrence can beat that. I don't think Justin Herbert can have as good as a game as he's going to need to to win. And I do think that it may not be very high scoring, but I think that it'll be fairly close with the Jaguars ending up pulling away and winning this game. All right, let's move on now. To the Buffalo Bills versus Dolphins, I think this is an easy pick for me. Tua's not there. Tua's not playing on the Dolphins. Skylar Thompson starting. Give me, give me the Buffalo Bills, a top three defense in the NFL, another top three offense in the NFL. I just, I think everything is going to go the Bills' way in this game. Yeah, the Tua-less Dolphins don't have a chance. Skylar Thompson is all right. He's one and one as an NFL starting quarterback in this league, which is not an easy league to go 500 but his win was against the jets 13 and 9 right and he and he did not have a lot of points put up even with an explosive offense i don't think that they are going to have a great chance to beat the bills i believe this will be a blowout as well the bills are just too too much for this really not great uh not great team for the dolphins that they've put together 
obviously without two as their starting quarterback, it's not going to look great yeah. for them, especially with Skylar Thompson, who is not like a Brock, Brock Purdy guy, a guy that can step in and still have high scoring, uh, high scoring games. He's more of a Cooper Rush guy that can step in, get the ball where it needs to be at certain points in the game, but not high scoring, which is what you need against this Bills. You think he's that great? You think he's going to be able to deliver what Cooper Rush did? I think he is a Cooper Rush type quarterback, not deliver what Cooper Rush did. Okay. The Cooper Rush type quarterback. He gets what, what needs to be done in crunch time, but he's not going to have a chance for that because the Bills are just going to pull away. And it's, he's, yeah. it's just not going to happen for their offense. I don't think it matters who you have starting in this case. If it's not Tua, the Dolphins are going to lose. Teddy Bridgewater is not capable of beating the Bills and Josh Allen. Neither is Scott. Skylar Thompson absolutely is not. And that's nothing against him. It's just that Tua obviously is a starter for a reason. And he's playing a very, very tough team. And if Tua was there, maybe I'd go Dolphins. But anyone else starting a quarterback, I the Dolphins are just non-functional on offense. Next, let's move on to another game that I think is going to be very, very close. The Giants versus the Vikings. They already played earlier this year, and the Vikings ended up pulling away. Even though the Giants didn't have a lot of their key players that they have back now, I'm still going to have to go Vikings. Justin Jefferson is going to cause some big problems for the secondary. Kirk Cousins is going to deliver some clutch throws. And I think Dalvin Cook will have a couple of good runs, too. I don't think he'll have a great game because this year he has really, really been not been the Dalvin Cook we know. But I'm still going to have to go Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I think they're going to be able to pull it out. With Justin Jefferson, I think their defense is going to be able to stop a young Daniel Jones playing his first NFL start in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with here as well. I'm going with another upset. I have the Giants beating the Vikings. Uh, I think that Kirk Cousins is horrible in primetime. This is a primetime slot. He's the only guy playing at this time. All eyes are on him. It's Sunday. It's the perfect time to be watching a game, and this is the only game going on. There's so much pressure on Kirk. We know his unbelievably historically bad record in primetime, and his team just is not good enough to beat a, a Giants team. They're not good enough to overcome Kirk's fault in primetime and just as a quarterback. He is not that franchise quarterback for this Vikings team to go to the NFC Championship or to the Super Bowl. He's not that guy. And although Justin Jefferson is great, TJ Hawkinson's great. Adam Thielen's great. Dalvin Cook's great. Their defense is all right. Kirk Cousins, quarterback is, there's a reason that there's only one player on the field that has a win-loss record attached to their stats. It's the quarterback. And in this case, the quarterback is not good enough to get a win. I think Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley is going to have a great game. He's had a resurgence. He's been such a great running back this year. I mean, we've looked at the past years. People were saying that he's fallen off. He was a bust. And you look at this year, he's been such a great running back. Same with Daniel Jones, who people were calling a bust. He's had an amazing year for what he's had before in the past. And they are starting to look up. Their defense is young, but it's good. They've got a bunch of young guns that are out there. They have pride on the line. And I think that Daniel Jones in his first playoff start can get a win. You think even you think Kirk Cousins is going to be the problem when a team with Jimmy Garoppolo starting at quarterback that only ran the ball? Was able to make the Super Bowl. You think Kirk Cousins is going to be the problem? Well, yeah, that's a different thing. That's Mike Shanahan. I'm, that's uh, Mike Shanahan helping um, Kyle Shanahan. That's coaching. But that's you have Kevin O'Connell who had coaching. Kevin, Kevin O'Connell in his first year he's kept, good. had the Vikings to an incredible record until the end of the year. That's fine. Kevin O'Connell is good, but their talent was that was the reason. Kirk is good, but he's not good enough in the. So playoffs. you're saying that 49ers team had more talent than this Vikings team right now? I would really disagree. You I have- think so. They have a much better defense, and they have around the same offense. The point is, what I'm trying to say is, Kevin O'Connell is good, 
But this is the fault of Kirk Cousins. He's not going to be good enough, especially against the secondary of the Giants, to be able to beat them and to be able to beat their team. And neither will the run game. Dalvin Cook is good, but he's not good enough to beat this Giants defense, and neither is Kirk Cousins. We saw what happened with Kirk in primetime, and the same thing is happening in this playoff game, in my opinion. So I've got the Giants losing – sorry, the Giants winning, beating the Vikings – because Kirk Cousins just can't get it done. All right, next, let's move on to the Bengals-Ravens. I'm going to have to go Bengals here. I think Lamar not starting is another Tua situation where the quarter, starting quarterback is the big difference on this team. Now you have Tua not playing. That's why I picked the Bills. You have Lamar not playing. That's a, a, why I'm going to pick the Bengals. Also, it doesn't matter if Lamar was starting their division rivals. The Bengals won both times when they had their start. The Bengals won both times this year. So I'm going to have to go Bengals. I think that they're just too good. Their offense is too good. Their defense has really picked it up as well with their defensive line finally getting pressure at the quarterback. And I think that's going to be a big reason without Lamar that the Ravens are going to that the Ravens are going to lose and I think that the Bengals their offense is just too great they're not going to be stumped by the Ravens and the Ravens offense is going to have nothing going for them yeah the Lamarless Ravens are not getting anything going here it's going to be an easy win for the Bengals who are looking pretty good after the horrible start of the season after having Super Bowl hangover so I think that the the Ravens are going to have a pretty bad game without Lamar at quarterback the Bengals are going to have a great offensive and defensive game I think that the Ravens can put up some points, but not nearly enough to match the Bengals. This is a a bit of a blowout, not totally a blowout, but about two to three possessions of a game. So I've got the Bengals winning there. And then finally, the last game, the Cowboys versus Buccaneers. That's uh, probably the hardest game to predict, but I'm going to have to go Cowboys in in a seven to 10 point margin of a win because I think the Cowboys, Dak Prescott's going to play well enough to win this game. I think he might have an interception. I don't think he'll keep the track of his three pick sixes in four the past four games, but he will have an interception. He won't play amazing, but he will play spectacularly in prime time in trying to get the ball down the field in clutch time because that's what Dak does. That's the one part of his game that you can pretty much trust. It's in the fourth quarter and overtime in game-winning drives, Dak Prescott has been spectacular. That's just simply a fact. Although he has not been good this season, and he's leading, he's tied for the lead of in, in interceptions, although he missed five games, he is still a good quarterback in this league. I think he's good enough to beat Tom Brady, who has faltered uh, a lot this season. He's on a hot streak coming into the playoffs. However, he has not played a bunch of great defenses. That's something that we know the Cowboys can be. I think their pass rush pass rush can get going, and they can avenge their loss that they had at the beginning of the season with their pass rush and with their run game, especially with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. I think the Cowboys can barely pull away and then have some garbage time points. But I have the Cowboys winning. Dak Prescott is not a great quarterback. He's being paid $40 million a year with guys like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. The only thing he's had to do this year is turn around, hand the ball to Zeke, turn around, hand the ball to Tony Pollard, who have been the superheroes of this Dallas Cowboys team. He's playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have a very good secondary. They may not have a great run defense, but they can turn on at any point. They have a very bad secondary with injuries. Okay, but it doesn't matter. How many points did did they hold the Cowboys to? But it's Tom Brady. He's been, he's 7-0 against the Cowboys. He's been able to find a way to beat them every single time they play. And that defense has been as good as it is now at the start of the year. So I'm still going to have to go the Buccaneers. I don't think the offense, the Cowboys offense is going to be able to do anything and they're going to be shut down by the by the Buccaneers defense.